Hello, and welcome to Mindful You at Naropa, a podcast presented by Naropa University in Boulder, Colorado. I'm your host, David Devine, and it's a pleasure to welcome you. Joining the best of Eastern and Western educational traditions, Naropa is the birthplace of the modern mindfulness movement. Hello, today I'd like to welcome Marlo Brooks to the podcast. Marlo is a faculty member teaching in the BA Contemplative Psychology program for the last 20 years. She is also a graduate of the Worsley Institute of Classical Acupuncture. Along with that, she is an artist and a writer of many books. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. And from what I know, you were a former student of Trungpa back in the day. And I'm just curious, how was that? coming to Naropa in the early years, teaching from the lineage holder of Naropa. Like, how was that for you? It was extremely exciting. I was a single mother with two little tiny kids Mm -hmm. and heard about Naropa, and somebody had turned me on to Trumper Rinpoche's books. Mm -hmm. And then I put the two together, and I looked at the catalog, and I was just... Like, I've got to go. I've got to find out about this place. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, I already had two degrees, so it wasn't a university like it is now. It was just a place where enormous amount of really um, exciting people in the arts, in environmentalism, in, you know, in, in those days, mm-hmm. um, performance, writing, many different takes on spirituality. So it was a gathering of people that Trungpa Rinpoche, you could say on some level, orchestrated or his mm-hmm. vision orchestrated. Yeah. So it wasn't just centered around him in that sense. His talks were utterly amazing and give talks maybe, I don't, I don't know how many times a week. And they were wonderful. Yeah. And I was incredibly inspired by what he was saying. But then all the way through, we were also, there was a wonderful conversation going on and classes and poetry readings and uh, dance concerts and all sorts of things going on yeah. at that time uh, where people were really having amazing conversations. And mm-hmm. so there were parties after you know whatever was going on yeah. and we bonded. Mm-hmm. And we bonded about a new vision, but the vision was coming from many, many, many different people. Yeah. And that was sort of uh, Chagam Trumpa's magic. You know, there were rabbis there, there were Christian priests, there were Minister Fuller. Oh, really? Um, oh, yeah. Very cool. and, um, Ram Das. And, you know, I mean, it was yeah. just a, a whole gathering of people that that in their own right mm-hmm. had many, uh, had wonderful things to say and yeah. to talk about. So I was thrilled. Yeah. I was absolutely thrilled. I felt like I'd finally come home. Oh, yeah. that's so good. I love hearing the diversity of thought, the diversity of spiritual direction and everyone coming together and just holding space for each other, listening to everyone's ideas developing their ideas even further from just the space that they're holding together 
And that's what it sounds like. It's like just magic was being watered and nurtured throughout this moment. And Trungpa was kind of the, the calling of the people. Yeah. And the thing that as you speak, what I realized the, the brand new thing for me mm-hmm. was, and this comes from the ancient traditions of contemplative traditions from any any source, mm-hmm. was that we were working, I was working a lot in the theater department, mm. and we were learning about the power of space. Yeah. So, and that had never, I, I'd studied art extensively, I'd, you know, studied philosophy, Western philosophy, psychology, um, literature, all those kinds of things before, but I'd never been exposed to this concept of the power of, of spaciousness yeah. and openness and authenticity. Mm. And so that was, you know, when you talk about the magic, it was that everybody was exploring that. So when we were in a theater class, it wasn't just about expressing yourself. Yeah. It wasn't about embodying the character. The way you would embody the character is mm-hmm. give it enough space so that you could feel it in your prints and your body or yeah. your psychology. And people, again, were coming at all sorts of disciplines with that very ancient Asian uh, view Yeah, that when one actually honors that Mm -hmm. sense of emptiness or space or whatever you want to call it, that's when things come alive. Yeah, it seems seems like spatial awareness is applicable to any sort of way of thought or any practice that you, you might have. Yeah. So within our introduction, it said you worked at Nerova for 20 years. That's quite a long time. It's, it is a It's long quite time. a privilege to be there from the <laughs> beginning. How has that sit with you? Like, what is it like teaching somewhere over a long period of time with a contemplative model, seeing the students come and go and like, you know, you find these teachings that you're giving them and they're like, you just seeing the excitement just roll through. Like, what is that like for you? It's uh, consistently wonderful. Okay. All right. I like this. <laughs> Basically, I teach, I continue to teach, and I haven't missed a semester because I, I actually do fall in love with the students. Mm-hmm. And my class is not, you don't have to take it. Yeah. So every, every semester, a lot of people show up. Huge, you know, it's always overbooked. Yeah. Um, there's always a waiting list. Yeah. And then once I start to sort of uh, explore, we jump in right away. Yeah. And uh, once I sort of blatantly explore what we're going to explore with everybody, the people that don't feel comfortable with that type of openness, you could call it, just naturally leave. And then I'm, I'm left with these groups of people that are really fun and provocative to work yeah. with. And the wisdom of these young people, and most of them are young, we always have some mm-hmm. oldsters too, yeah. is a delight for me to communicate with. So yeah. it's, it's not just me teaching. It's something collaborative starts to happen and build that is very satisfying yeah. and very inspiring. Yeah. yeah. And 
just to shout shout you out, I actually took your class, so I was <laughs> a student of yours, and that's kind of like how I know you a little bit deeper than just you're an interviewed person yeah. to me. Yeah. I took your class. It was one of my favorite classes, and I learned so much about myself. I actually modeled my thesis project around the five elements. I know so you I was, did. <laughs> I, was, I was into the I Ching and just Chinese philosophy mm-hmm. before I even came mm-hmm. to Naropa. And mm-hmm. then meeting you and meeting your class just like opened up so yeah. much more. And yeah. I just did my whole thesis project around this way of thought. Oh, you did that huge performance. <laughs> it was amazing. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I've never, I've never had to write a 35-page paper about music in my life. So uh, the approach was so much different than just playing music. It mm-hmm. was actually conceptualizing an idea and writing it down to explain it to someone who's not hearing the music. Mm-hmm. You also read my thesis project. You were mm-hmm. my, one of my editors. Yes. <laughs> so that was fun. So you teach this class called the Five Elements. Can you psychology just, of the Five Elements? Can you describe what that is, like to someone who's just walking in that, looking at like the, what class should I take? And they're seeing that. How would you describe that to them? Like, what are they going to walk into? They're going to walk into a class that's based on um, solid healing wisdom that goes back two thousand five hundred years. So it's based in the ancient Chinese way of, you could call it acupuncture, but it's also very Taoist. So there's a sense of, you know, there's, a, there's about three lineages, uh, the Taoist tradition, the Buddhist tradition, and the Confucian a little bit that came together in China. So again, it's multidimensional. China was that way. Yeah. And, and this whole class is based on the view that if you understand nature deeply enough, you understand how nature works. For instance, like um, the sun is really hot. So (laughs) if you put a fern out in the sun, Mm -hmm. so a fern could be a person, right? A fern fern could be a shy, quiet person, right? So if you put a fern out in the sun, they're going to wilt. So it's kind of a no-brainer approach Mm -hmm. to uh, the human predicament of being very diverse and okay. very different. So nature is the learning tool yeah. and uh, working from nature. And that includes not just nature outside of us, mm-hmm. trees and plants and so on, but it's also your own nature. Yeah. So through the process of the class, one has to connect with, for instance, okay, the sun that's very connected. Again, we have all of this medical tradition that comes from old, old medical texts, mm-hmm. which are, as you, you mentioned, the I Ching, and it's the yeah. coming from the Neijing, which is the companion volume of the I Ching. Okay. So this is 2000, long, long time ago. Yeah. And again, it's a no-brainer approach in the sense that if you are a fire-type person, for instance, Mm -hmm. um, you're a sun kind of person. You like to be out in the sun. You like heat. You like passion. (laughs) You want to lead. Well, we see that those kinds of people have great sense of humor. They have great heart, um, but they can burn themselves out. So, you know, that kind of thing. It's all based on the, the circle of of the seasons. Mm -hmm. So fire is like the summer season. So if you're a fire type person, people start recognizing themselves as that way. Well, you know, you can burn out. You're going to need to take a rest. Mm -hmm. Whereas a water type person, so then we're talking about winter. Mm -hmm. We're talking about being in the depths under the ground, maybe Mm -hmm. like a 
a bulb under the ground, a lot of times gathering potency, you're gathering wisdom. And to go into situations where there's a lot of fire might actually feel threatening to you. So in this day and age, a lot of people that have propensity for water think they're depressed or they think they're too serious Mm -hmm. or whatever. So a lot of it is also through this class, learning to accept yourself and then learning to accept the difference in others, you know, that they really have different ways of coming into their own. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of character development within understanding how other people function and at the same time how you function and like what you gravitate towards, what you work with. Yeah. So... You touched a little bit about some of the elements. Can you just go ahead and describe each element? Because there's five of them and they all work together and they all have like destruction and creation cycles. There's like all these interplays within each other. So can you just kind of describe to the listener what each element does and is? The elements go exactly with the cycle of the seasons. Okay. So if we start, like I was just describing, if we start in winter, then in winter, um, if we were a plant, for Mm -hmm. instance, all of our sap would be pulled way down and in. If we Mm -hmm. were in this climate here, let's say in Colorado. Yeah. And um, if we were a tulip, we would be in the bulb, the bulb uh, season. Yeah. (laughs) And it... What I explain to students is, so we do an actual exercise. We imagine ourselves as a tulip bulb. I remember this one. You remember that? Yeah. yeah. The tulip bulb is brown and crusty, doesn't look like anything, mm-hmm. but and it's freezing cold outside and you're, there's pressure of the ice on mm-hmm. you. And at the same time, this tulip bulb is, knows exactly who it is. It knows it's going to be a tulip. So what we then connect with human nature is when you're born, you know who you are. Mm-hmm. So I've written a book with 20 Naropa students called Singing Your Heart's Song. So you have a song to sing from the minute you're born. And if you look at baby as a very small baby, although I've had three children myself, and Mm -hmm. they are majorly different from the minute they were born, I could see what they were like. One's screaming bloody murder and she's (laughs) passionate and she's (laughs) out there. And my son, the minute he was born, he's looking at me carefully thinking, who are you anyway and what am I doing here? (laughs) And, And my third daughter was patting me and cuddling Mm. and, you know, just completely different. So So they show elemental immediately. immediately. Things right away. Right. And so then again, the compassionate approach is that you give that person the kind of energy that's going to nurture them into the person that they will, they could become. So in the terms of, to go back to this cycle of seasons in, in terms of winter these are the deep people mm-hmm. these are people deep thinkers they a water person values truth above all mm-hmm. so a fire person might not really care they say tell me a lie i'll be happier you know but <laughs> <laughs> but with a water person <clears throat> truth is it yeah. You know? yeah 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 and you so you find that essence of who you are so part of this class is getting to this essence of who we are in yeah. water And then from there, you can grow from this bulb, from this essence. um, Mm -hmm. You can grow, which is starting to be wood and spring. You can actually grow in the direction that you're resonant with. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a fern grows more in a shady 
direction. Uh, palm tree grows into direct sun. Mm-hmm. So again, you watch, you can feel this. You see this in other people. You yeah. um, see it in nature. And a tree will go around, for instance, as you shoot your bulb up um, to get up through the frozen ground in the spring, mm-hmm. it might hit a rock. Yeah. And then you part of the the energy of wood is it is growing with such determination that it can grow around the rock. Yeah. Or it can grow through a crack in a sidewalk or whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's uh, from this truth of who you are, there's enormous sense of thrusting growth that happens in the spring. Yeah. So these are our wood people and they tend to be visionary. They have mm-hmm. a lot of energy. They like to be in charge. Like moving forward. Yes, moving toward the sun. Consistent forward. development and yes. wanting to grow. Yeah. With each one of these elements, there's also a sound of voice. Mm. There's a smell. There's an emotion. Yeah, there's a and, color. Yes, and a mm-hmm. color. So the students are learning how to recognize those in other yeah. people too. So somebody that's talking like this, you know, is yeah. that's the wood coming out. Yeah. And somebody that's talking like this, you know, is more water. Yeah. You can hear that the voice could be somewhat gravelly and not have enough fluid. Submerged. Yeah. And again, it's all it's all physiological as well. Yeah. This is why it's so exciting, basically, because yeah. it goes right through body, mind, spirit. Yeah. So, so we've done the wood. You know, there's the shouting voice, and yeah. there's a green face. It's connected with the liver and the gallbladder. I'm like on and forth, here we yes, go. Yes, <laughs> and then follow me. You yeah, know, it's I definitely <laughs> they want to be, and the people that are woods that whose parents or schools have taught them not to be so big or mm-hmm. not to be so bossy, yeah. you know, can kind of walk around with a lid on their head a lot of yeah. times. Yeah. And so then, well, how do we open up that? Part of the medicine is how do you open up that possibility of, that they can actually move around the rock? Yeah. Oh, I really like hearing lid. that. There's yeah. something good about like understanding the qualities in which we are all intuitively given upon birth it's just part of our care like you're saying you're having babies and then all of a sudden you can just see the characteristics instantly in them it's not and there are developmental characteristics along the way but instead of like saying like hey you should be this way even though you tend to default to something else it's this class is showing you the skillfulness to how to work with those things and sometimes there are intensities within it but also realize other people have different elemental processes and then within learning that, you can function with them. And I know there's another element we haven't talked about. This is earth. Now so we, there's We have five. to go around the cycle yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, I love it. So okay, so where let's are we keep at? Going, let's keep going around this cycle. And yes, okay. everything you said is right on. <laughs> and um, Great, I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> so with this wood, so the plant's growing, the mm-hmm. tulip's growing. And yeah. then at a certain point, it's, it's growing toward the sun which is fire. So water is very physical and, you know, very deep. And fire is very immaterial, bright, and full of light. Mm -hmm. So we're going from two very opposite poles of experience. So the fire is also connected with the heart. Mm. and Passion. um, Yeah, passion and also leadership. So the whole Mm. vision of this through ancient China was that if a ruler, for instance, an emperor, they had their special medical doctors who would be taking care of them, and their spirit had to be 
in connection both with their truth or their essence, or mm. we call it Jing, yeah. and they had to be able to lead, like, you know, almost militaristically or whatever you want to say, yeah. w- from their heart. Mm. So this information of who you are, then you extend it and you communicate it from your heart. So the heart is benevolent mm-hmm. and it's kind, it's good, it goes all along the same. All of this connects very beautifully with the, the views that one bumps into at Naropa yeah. a lot. So that leadership has to come from a truth and it has to come from your heart. Yeah. And the heart is the leader. The heart is the emperor. Mm-hmm. So um, I like this because yeah. in most American thought, it's the mind that's the leader. Yeah. But in the Chinese tradition, it's the and heart And the mind needs to follow the heart. Yeah. So once the heart is resonating, which you cannot, it's moment to moment. Mm-hmm. It's very, very, it's moment to moment truth yeah. versus some big philosophy. You it's know. based in intuition and feeling. Yes. Yes. It's, in the, it's totally being, in the moment because yes. you can shift that moment pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But then uh, the heart is also taking care of all the other, looking to see the the cycle of the elements in, you could say, in a country or mm-hmm. in a human body, yeah. are they all working? So you had mentioned earth, and again, fire creates ash or mm-hmm. creates earth when it goes out. So this, again, yeah. we're right back here with nature, you know. Um, yeah. And in terms of earth, there's a sense of uh, once you let's say, fall in love. Mm -hmm. So your heart opens and you fall in love. Then the natural thing that (laughs) happens after that is, oh, well, let's have babies. Let's let's, (laughs) let's, um, make a household and and cook for each other and take care of each other and hug each other and live and, you know, so on. So it's a natural outcome in the same way that an apple tree Mm -hmm. would create these apples and then you get to eat the apples. You know, Mm -hmm. then there's a harvest or the apples fall down on the earth and they rot and you are feeding the earth again so in terms of again fire people to just go back for a minute tend to laugh a lot they're very dynamic and Mm -hmm. so on and you can hear that in their voice yeah and then the earth people are much more there's a lot more round and round and caring for people that goes Mm. on and earth people actually have a singing voice, you know, and they're saying, how are you? They're our caretakers. They're yeah. our mothers. They're uh, the people that feed us on all levels of mm-hmm. body, mind, and spirit. And when out of balance, an earth person can get kind of sticky and, you know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> needy and you can't get them off the phone, um, maybe... But um, like, Mom, stop they're the people me. that you tell all your <laughs> stuff to when you're freaked out, yeah. you know, and it's like yeah. um, that you want sympathy. Mm. So um, Space holders. Yeah. Like and they, they're, well, they're holders of love and compassion and comfort yeah. and all of that. So then just like that's the late summer season of harvest. Okay. So the... Mothers are giving pumpkins and apples. Yeah, like the fruits of your labor. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so again, if you were an artist, you'd have all these great ideas that started down in water, like some intuitive feeling. You bring it up into activity, which is the wood, and then you manifest it. You paint like crazy or whatever you're going (laughs) to do, right? 
And then are, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to publish your book? Are you going to have a performance? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people get stuck right there. You know, they, yeah. they produce, but they can't bring it to fruition. So that's the earth, yeah. late summertime. And then the apples fall and they rot. Mm-hmm. And a cutting in many climates, a cutting frost comes. And that's the metal element which is, okay, let go of the whole thing. It's over. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start over again here. Yeah. And there's a sense of letting go. And then when, for instance, if you look outside, and we do this in Naropa, you know, you can't see the mountains when the semester begins, let's say, in the fall. Yeah. And then you see this incredible yellow, and then all of a sudden there's a frost, and all the leaves fall off, and there's a big wind. Yeah. And all of a sudden there are the mountains, and there's mm-hmm. the sky. Yeah. So there's where the space comes in. And mm. the space has a cutting quality to it. It's very precise. So metal people tend to have a weeping voice. So mm. when you talk to them, they might say, oh, I went to the mountains and oh, and they use their lungs a lot. And they, oh, I, I just fell in love. I was on the top of a mountain. I fell in <laughs> love. And it sounds sad, but there's an actual awesome quality yeah. to it and they're the people that are wonderful at ritual and yeah. wonderful at precision mm. they're the ability to practice and practice and practice till you accomplish excellence yeah these are the anything. people who are making altars and setting intention probably yes. probably lighten the sage yes and blessing yeah. people and yeah. holding some space exactly mm. they and, might be the people that are like Mm. They do the ums a lot. They 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 can, <laughs> and it's about the earth would go. Mm. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. And the the metal people are like, oh, okay. Like, so you don't run <laughs> up to a metal person, for instance, and give them a huge hug, um, without probably insulting their space. You yeah. know, it would be more like a bow. Mm. Um, so. Some people will come to class and they're having trouble with a boyfriend, let's say, and it turns out they're invading their space. It's yeah. as simple as that. They just need to stand back and yeah. uh, honor. Before that fire can happen, the, the space needs to be honored. Yeah, it seems so, like when you start understanding the elements and how people function, then because you may be a certain element and you're like, this is what I need. So I think that person yeah. needs it too. And it's like, well, it's called projection. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, actually they're not, they, they don't function that way. Their characteristics yeah. are built a little differently. Yeah. They may need something different and it's, it's a skillfulness to know what they need, how to respond. Yeah. And so yeah. each element can work together. We just need to understand what type of element you, right. you running with. Yeah, and that's given to us by the sound of the voice, by the color of the person's face, by the emotion that they need that comes from them. So like metal is respect. Mm, that, I um, love that. And it's also grief because you have to let go of so much. Mm. So again, this, this sense of knowing who you are and what your needs are and then honoring that people could be very different. Yeah. And we have all the elements within us you know, working all the time. They have, they're our crew, so to speak. Yeah. So it's a, it's learning the skillful means of, of really just, as you said, identifying the people that we communicate with and love. What are their core needs in yeah. order to open up a conversation? Yeah, I'm sure we all meet someone where you just come off as your bright, cheery self or just kind of you're 
to yourself type person. And then you, within the conversation, you realize like, this isn't working. Why is this not working? And it's just, (laughs) you both are just showing up differently. And like, maybe there is a different way to show up. And there's always a way to connect. It's just finding the middle and understanding how you connect. And it seems as though the five elements is very psychologically based in, but it's labeled differently. This is like the I Ching's version of, (laughs) <laughs> of like Freud or Well, it's ancient Chinese wisdom and those folks really knew what they were doing. They did. <laughs> and they still, we're still, even when Mao Zedong took over China, mm-hmm. he tried just bringing in Western medicine for a while. And it just <laughs> absolutely, because he was saying, you know, we have to light out this, all of our ancestral traditions. Mm. And he had to bring it back. And in bringing it back, he just, all he did was, delete all the spirit level yeah. information. Yeah. So, you know, taken out of the books, it was taken out. Um, you could you could get in big trouble if you said somebody had spiritual issues. Mm. Um, so spiritual issues being, you know, their spirit could be sick versus their um, body that, so they couldn't get back to work. So they continued to use herbs and acupuncture, but in a very limited way way in a way that would get people back to work yeah so we only have a couple minutes left and i'm Uh just curious do you have any fun stories or any interesting facts any any last words you'd like to say about the five elements and maybe how they were used by a student how they showed up in your life anything (laughs) just kind of like whoa okay i I could tell you the diaper story (laughs) (laughs) and this is in my book as well but i had a student and their their homework was basically connect with uh, an element to find where the door to relationship opened for Mm -hmm. them. This um, young woman worked in a um, nursery, you know, a childcare situation, and they were having a lot of trouble with this little, uh, I think, two-year-old who would scream and yell and have huge tantrums Mm -hmm. when they changed his diaper. And it was really getting impossible. And so she was like, okay, I'm going to try this exercise. This is my homework. So (laughs) she went in and she first started with earth. You know, oh, I'm so, I know this hurt. I know you don't like this. Oh, Uh, oh." and he just looked at her like, forget it. You know, nothing, not a dent, right? (laughs) And then she tried metal and just like, oh, I know how hard it must be to have your diaper changed. Mm. You know, giving him lots of space and so on. Nothing, just mm-hmm. worse, just like looking at her like she's crazy. So, you know, then she tried fire and made a big joke about the whole thing. And he's still looking at her like she's crazy. <laughs> then she tried water, like, oh, you know, this must be really scary. I understand. You know, are you afraid of something? You know, whatever. Again, forget it. And by that time, the only one she had left was wood. Mm-hmm. And she picked up the diaper and she said, this is a naughty diaper. <laughs> and she tore it to bits. And the kid looks at her like, finally, <laughs> you know, finally. Yeah. And she's like, she starts tearing up the diapers and he starts laughing and smiling and everything. Mm. She said, let's find, let's find a good diaper here. And so they're looking through the pile and she goes, oh, I found one. And he said, oh, we can put this one on now. And so she put it on. He's like happy. He's got that good diaper. Mm. And it was just a really 
a really fabulous story yeah. of uh, what oh, this man. child needed. Yeah. You know, basically enormous <laughs> frustration and anger had built up. Yeah. And he needed somebody to meet that just head on, yeah. outrageously. Yeah. And uh, so good. So <laughs> <laughs> it's it's interesting to think that some of your homework is just relating with the people around you. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's beautiful yeah. work to do because that's like life work as well. Yeah. So not only are you going to get like a grade or whatever, but you're also going to get some skills to move forward with in life yeah. to better yourself. And yeah. I'm, I'm really enjoying how the elements show up in so many different ways. And I love how they're just rooted in nature mm, because nature totally. is such a great tool to learn from and to represent and reflect and we are just part of that mm -hmm. i love how that just shows up in our lives mm -hmm. and if you don't know what's going on all you have to do is uh, see what's happening with nature in your own body mind and spirit yeah basically so are you wilted are you fried mm -hmm. are you sucked dry from people's yeah. needs are you disrespected whatever yeah. um and again that's gonna give you the answer and how yeah. you need to take care of yourself yeah and sometimes it's not like you may show up to someone and you you kind of say to yourself like what's wrong with them maybe nothing is wrong with them maybe Correct. there's something wrong with the way <laughs> both of you are showing up in the interaction yeah. so maybe there there's something you're doing maybe there's something they're doing but there's always a way to relate yeah. And the skill is to refine how to relate. Yeah. And I feel like the five elements are just tools <laughs> of relating. How long ago did you take this class, David? <laughs> I've, I've done a lot of homework. You know, I, I haven't stopped reading, but I was That's really involved in the I Ching. It's a, yeah. it's a divining tool. It teaches yeah. us so and many it, different it's things. It's totally based on the five elements. Yeah. So. I mean, I resonated that before I even came to Naropa, but like yeah. taking your class was just like, yes, this is what I've been looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Awesome. Yeah. So I, I really appreciate you speaking with us today. It was such a pleasure just diving deeper into this class. And I know you're going to have another wonderful class this semester. So it's just yeah. really exciting to see you just move forward in the this will be 21 years or something, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so thank you, David. It's yeah. been fun talking to you. Awesome. Yeah. Is there any other way our listeners can contact you? Because I know you have some books, you have some art. Like, Do you have a website or anything? Yes, I do. Um, I have a website, which is marlobrooks.com. And that's right, the M-A-R-L-O-W, brooks.com. And that has a lot of my art. And there's also text there for you. It's more like a learning website. Mm. And I am opening up a Facebook page on the Five Elements, which is just starting. Awesome. And you could also connect with me, marlobrooks at gmail.com. If okay. you're interested in classes, I do lots of classes separately from Naropa, private ones okay. and apprenticeships as well. Yeah. Awesome. So okay. you heard that, everyone. So if you're interested, just go find her and say hi. So we just spoke to Marlo Brooks on the podcast, who is a faculty member teaching in the BA Contemplative Psychology program for the last 20 years. And she is also a graduate of the Worsley Institute of Classical Acupuncture. And she is also an artist and a writer. So thank you again for speaking with us. On behalf of the Naropa community, thank you for listening to Mindful You, the official podcast of Naropa University. Check us out at www.naropa.edu or follow us on social media for more updates.